Welcome to the Sip Down the Sips. <laughs> it made sense. Hello, my people, and welcome to the new look sit down with Sibs. I know that I have not been Mr. Consistent when it comes to producing content and releasing my podcast, but things are about to change like you won't believe. I've actually moved countries at the moment, and I'm actually based in London, where I'm going to be interviewing an array of guests. I know that you, one, you'll enjoy, and two, that personally I have wanted to interview and speak to for a very long time. So, uh, where can you find my podcast? Well, first, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, the, all the major platforms. I have now joined TikTok, and that will be in the description below uh, with all the other social media handles. And uh, get this, I'm going to be releasing content twice a week. Um, and I hope that you guys really do enjoy it. Um, and there's also going to be a new format where uh, I just, every week on Instagram, um, I'll just speak about a relevant topic at the time. I hope that you enjoy today's podcast. Uh, I sat down with Digby Edgley from Made in Chelsea, who is a model, actor, entrepreneur. He's done it all. We had an awesome chat about entrepreneurship as well as just his career and where things are going for him as well as also in time in Cape Town where we met. So enjoy the pod and I will see you on Sunday because this episode should be out on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, enjoy the pod. I think when was the last time I saw you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think I was quite Fuck. Okay, cool. I never got on with Oh, really? Nah, I didn't like it. I liked Soul Cow. Soul Cow was cool. Soul Cow was cool. That closed down. Yeah, it closed down. Yeah. It's called something else now, isn't it? It's called Leo. It looks uh, sick, though. Uh, yeah, it was actually the last party I went to before I left Cape Town. Is it still like kind of like nice house music in there? Mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. It's very commercial now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> very commercial. Fucking hate that shit. But there's this new spot that's open. Did you ever go to Shimmy? Yeah. Yeah, there's a new spot that's opening up there. Um, apparently, it's going to be unbelievable. Sick. Because that closed down, and that's going to be very much that sort of vibe. I think Nora and Pure is actually booked to play. Oh, <laughs> Nora. <laughs> I fucking love Nora. I actually fancy her as well. Oh, you know, she's half South African. Yeah. Yeah, she's half Swiss, half South African. Fuck you. Yeah. I just fancy her. I just want to marry her because then like, she can just play me her music every morning. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Tears in your eyes. <laughs> yes, Nora. Okay, we're going to go straight into it. Cool. How you doing, dude? I'm very well, man. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, thank you for like offering your time and coming on to the Sadama Serbs. Absolute it's, pleasure. It's, it's been, been a, a while. It's been a while as well, isn't it? Yeah, we've been talking about this for like a year now. Yeah. Uh, I think the last time I saw you was obviously we were just talking about arcade and in, in Cape Town. Good old arcade. How was your time in Cape Town? Oh mate, well I had time in my life, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was basically just on a six-month bender, just loving life, yeah. modelling and just going out. Were you there for modelling? Yeah, I was there for modelling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I kind of like stopped. I, I kind of stopped MIC then and. Then then uh, I went out to South Africa, mm. and then the whole come. That's when like they broke up with me out there. And okay. I was like, well, I'm probably in like one of the best cities in the world for for a breakup. Definitely, Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah. And you were there over the summer. You were there from like I was there from October. Yeah. Uh, October to December. Obviously, in that time period, fell in love with a girl out there. Standard. Mm. And then came back. 
and then the pandemic hit and then haven't been able to go back since. Oh, mad. Okay, well, let's, we'll talk about what you've been doing during the pandemic yeah, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but I want to give a little bit of context to who you are. Yeah. So, like, in 30 seconds, who is Digby Edgley? So, you're a main Chelsea reality TV star, model. Yeah, uh, I guess entrepreneur. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hate the word influencer, social media content creator. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, former semi-pro golfer. Former semi-pro <laughs> golfer. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot. Uh, yeah. I've run events. I've done. Yeah, I've done many, many things. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome for the podcast because there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about where did you grow up? You... I grew up. I was born in London, mm. and then I moved to Somerset because my parent. I went to a school called Millfield, which is okay. in the southwest. All boys school. Uh, no. No. Yeah, mixed. Oh, mixed. mixed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was an old world. Um, but there was rugby and stuff there. Yeah, right? yeah. There was rugby. I was a big, big rugby player. Um, loved my rugby. Did the whole Bath Academy stuff. Played for Bath Academy, Somerset. Played first team for Millfield. And then, what position did you play? He wouldn't believe this. I was prop. Oh, mad. Yeah. <laughs> but back back then, I was like five nine, sixteen stone. Oh, crazy. I was an absolute chode. Well, so what's sixteen stone in KKG? Uh, I'd say that's around ninety five. Sure. But I was five nine. Sure. And I was sixteen. <laughs> Mad. Chode. <laughs> oh, crazy. And then, and then, when did you lose the weight? Uh, I left the weight when I was around like twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, I left the weight. Uh, I lost the weight when I was around twenty-one. And now, is that when the rugby stopped? Or yeah, it... well, no, I took up golf when I was seventeen. Okay. Yeah, and I was still quite chubby when I was playing seventeen. That was like my last two years of school. And then I was like, right, I really want to have a go. Mm. And fortunately enough, my dad, you know, was backing me through the whole golf thing. Then it got to a point I was like. I really don't, I, you know, I want to basically start making money. Okay. Um, well, was um, it very difficult to make money at that? Yeah, golf, man. Golf's mm. hard. Golf's hard. Mm. So I was like 21 when I gave that up. And then I was like, right, I actually want to make money, mm. not kind of struggle to make 50 quid. What's, what's hard about it? Is it harder year because it's more saturated? There's more golfers? Or is it just no, harder man, worldwide? it's just hard in general, hard, worldwide. Like, you know, if I'm going to do something, I want to be the best at it. I don't want to, like, be, you know, on the Euro Pro or not nothing. You know, being on the Euro Pro, like, you're an incredibly talented golfer. But in terms of like success, like you know, you want to be where like Dustin Johnson is, McElroy, Tommy Fleetwood, like mm. all these guys that are just winning, winning major tournaments, European tournaments. And I just got to a point I was like, I started too late, and I'm never, I, you know, yeah. I don't, I want to basically get to 30 and be in a place where I'm like, I'm actually financially comfortable, and I've had life experiences instead of being in this kind of like protected golf bubble. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'd say it was definitely the right decision. And so what was the purpose after that? So after golf, you, what did you want to do? So after golf, I was literally just like, I have no idea. And my whole mm. life have been basically like, I have no idea. It's never been the norm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I was like, right, I want to go to, I want to, I'm going to move to London. So I moved to London and then I did my personal training course. Um, and then I started working at fitness first. I was like, okay, I'm working at fitness first. Managed to start getting clients. Um... And then this is when the whole kind of like MIC thing started coming. Actually, I've missed a bit, but yeah. in that time frame, I was doing events. So I like ran and I ran like a terrace in Monaco with a company called Red Eye Events, like help them run it. And then obviously, I've grown up with the whole Glastonbury Festival background. Mm. Um, my, my, you know, my old man basically started hospitality at Glastonbury. So I kind of, I kind of, I've always kind of like grown up with that. And then each year, taking like a bigger role. Do you wait, do you live on Glastonbury? Or Pretty much, yeah. Oh, really? It's literally, I would say. It's, uh, I'd say it's around seven. I'd say it's like half a kilometer to the main py pyramid stage. Oh, crazy! Yeah, that's really close. Yeah, and then you can walk to Yellowgate, which is like 
500 meters. So you definitely aren't getting much sleep whilst it's happening. Absolutely not. But what I normally do is I work at the beginning of the week, making sure that everyone is basically in their caravan trailer, tent, like hotel room or whatever. Yeah. And then on the Friday evening, I'll go in and then I'll actually enjoy it. Because when everyone's in, the event kind of like runs itself. Yeah. And then we've obviously got other staff that do it. So I just basically make sure like it's running properly. Okay. And, uh, and so what is this gig in Monaco? Uh, this gig in Monaco was, it was the Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was basically just kind of like, we had like this terrace, like, kind of like where apartment flats were, but we had this terrace on top. Um, and we basically just like threw an event on top of the terrace. Um, and it was sick. And then you just watch the Grand Prix, which was actually ideal because no, if you've ever been to the Grand Prix before, no, no, it no. is so loud. Yeah. So you either could be on the boat, which was sick, it was epic, but yeah. the boat, literally you couldn't hear yourself speak. So being up top, risen, and then you could literally see everything. You're like bird's eye view above the yeah. above the tracks. Well, is, it, is it like a whole weekend? What happens at the Grand Prix? Oh, man, it's epic. Oh, really? Monaco's epic. Yeah. Like, it's just a full-on party. Um, it's It's seriously cool. Yeah. So I was really fortunate to be working with, like um, like I said, Red Eye, um, Red Eye Events. Yeah. Which was really cool. Oh, nice. And, that's, yeah. and, then, and then the MIC thing came straight after that. And then, obviously, in that time for a period, I was kind of like being a PT as well. And then, as I was on a family holiday, my uh, my mate rang me up and he was like, hey, Diggs, MIC have gone contact with me. Um, they asked if, you, you know, if I've got any other people who would be good for the show. Um, and they, I said your name. Would you be interested? And I was like, well, I get back on this date. And I was like, perfect. That I'm seeing them on this date, which was literally the day after. Went in there, had a meeting, and they were like, you know, asked me a load of really uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Like, like you what? know, uh, like, uh, you know, if you if you saw a girl, you're like, like, what would you go and do? Yeah. I mean, I've got shit chat. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got terrible chat. Yeah. So I was like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd just kind of like say, hey. <laughs> anyway, long story short, they seem to like me. Yeah. And then within like two weeks, I'm filming, and then I'm filming this scene with Liv taking pictures of me whilst Victoria's like pulling me around with on a bow tie. No, man. Uh, yeah, a, then the rest yeah. is history. Okay, <laughs> that's very similar to, because I auditioned for Love Island, or auditioned, I sort of like, I was an application yeah, yeah, process, yeah. and you have to sort of go and do like a Skype interview where they ask you to mm. take, first thing they ask is take off your shirt yeah. and turn around and then they start asking some really hectic questions about like your sex life, how yeah, many yeah, people yeah. you slept with, what's, it's hectic. Man. Yeah. Being a reality TV star is, very daunting for me so like yeah. that's why i wasn't keen to actually follow through on it yeah how do you sort of find that experience like one of your personal life being on tv and yeah. then and one for the whole world to sort of see like the sun reporting on your love life and, yeah, yeah, yeah and then just also just being on tv just in general how do you find that i mean i'm kind of used to it now but i can remember when i first started i found it so weird mm. like so so weird and obviously building a relationship with Liv at the time was it was exciting. It was really, really exciting. It was something like you've never experienced before. And mm. then... Was that just an organic sort of thing that happened? Yeah, mate, it was co it complete. Yeah, I've oh, literally, okay. I literally went on a date with her and we were just inseparable for like six months. And okay. then shit hit the fan. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then it was just a year and a half of just on off, on off, on off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know. I've never really been asked that question before. It's kind of, I don't know. I've, I've, I'd say I've got a good relationship with it, with it now. Before, I found it very, very difficult, mm. especially like when I was going through real hard times and, you know, going on night out and people like telling me... What you should do and what you Yeah, should like how do. I should like run my relationship and trying to give me advice. And I was just yeah. like, oh God, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did find... I remember finding it very hard then. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I guess, you know, I left the show obviously to go to South Africa and I think it was a, it was a really nice 
it was a nice break yeah. it was a really nice break and i you know i've managed to like work on myself a lot learn a lot uh build a business with my best mates um yeah so it's been it's been it's been fun it's been yeah. the last two years have been fun even though we've been in the pandemic yeah uh, what's the criteria to sort of get on that show because is it yeah. everyone has to be from sw sw area no, 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 no. it's just uh, i think uh, me and julius are actually the only ones who are genuinely born in chelsea oh yeah. so <laughs> okay. i'm actually a, i'm actually a chelsea, a chelsea boy, boy. Yeah. Oh, okay mad um okay. yeah i was born in chelsea westminster hospital okay because the because a lot of the questions i sort of i've been, I've been asking my mates what i should ask you is specifically around made in chelsea yeah, yeah, yeah um because of how it's filmed there's a lot of it that seems inorganic right, right? Yeah, yeah um especially because it's very much like two people will be sitting and then someone gets introduced how how does that play out is it like okay cool we know that the situation is happening yeah um let's just you guys stand here and then we'll just introduce this person or how does it sort of I mean you like you know you know what you're gonna go in. Like again, okay. it's not scripted. Like everything is everything is you. It's just it's filmed. Like it's I mean everything mm. is you. You know you know you're going in there to have a conversation. Okay. It's quite funny because I remember I'd think like that when I before I went on the show, I was like, How do they film it? Yeah. It's really not like it's genuinely like you're having a conversation with a mate or with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Okay. It's just kind of like you just go, you go with it. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, like, they kind of like, obviously, because, you know, things happen in between, like, your life. Like, everything's not always filmed. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you how do you find the attention that you get from, from girls as a result of it? Mate, I'm so, I'm so oblivious to it. I've got to, I've got to play something. So, right. so, I was told before, yeah. once I posted on my Instagram story that you were coming on. Um, this lovely lady, um, <laughs> her name's Millie. Yeah. Uh, she's told me to play this for you. So okay. I'm going to dub it over uh, in post-production, yeah. but I'll play it out loud for you now. Play this voice note on your podcast to Digby. Um, please just say that I am available if he ever needs a girlfriend or just like anyone to literally fuck. I'm right here. I got him. He doesn't need to be alone in this world. He can have me. <laughs> I love that accent so much. <laughs> I'm coming to Cape Town on the 27th of she, December. She's in London. <laughs> oh, she's in London. Yeah. Oh, Send me a dear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how have you found that, man? Like, is it been quite intense? Like, what are the weird DMs you get? Mate, I get really weird ones. I'll just show you which one I got. <laughs> oh, that was it. I got one saying, smack my ass like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've had some really weird ones. And yeah. then I just have one saying like, uh, God, uh, so you say you like blondes. And yeah. then, I don't know, yeah, smack my ass like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> and mate, I've got, it's like a daily occurrence. Yeah, but it's just like heart eyes. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. When did that happen? So like, was that like kind of like a holy shit, what's going on sort of thing? Or was it, did you, were you conscious of it? When did it happen? The thing is, when I again, Matt, like, I, ge I genuinely mean this. I'm mm. so oblivious to it all. Okay. Like, I'm so so oblivious to it all. Yeah. Um, and obviously, my journey started with Liv. And when I'm with someone, I'm very much like that's the only person that I'm with. So yeah. I kind of like shut any other female out of like that's that's my girlfriend. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'd get like DMs and stuff like that, but I'd never like reply or anything. Um, I mean, now me being single on the show, I feel mm. like I'm actually showing actually who i am like actually you know my happy my happy Myself, self yeah, yeah um so yeah i've definitely i've definitely no like noticed mm. a bit more attention 
Okay, that's yeah. nice, man. That's yeah. really, I love that for X. It's, it's, it's always a win. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's you yeah. know, it is really, really flattering, really, really flattering. Yeah. But man, honestly, I am literally like the most oblivious bloke to it all. Oh no, nice, yeah. nice. And then, um, how's the modeling going? Yeah, mate. Obviously, pandemic, very, mm. very slow. But work's picking back up now. Okay. Um, but I've been so busy with other things. Like yep. it's been it's been really really hard. What have you? What are some of the things you've been doing? Obviously, I'm I'm aware of it, but let's maybe yeah, introduce yeah. some. No, of I mean I'm working with a load of brands um, mm. through social media, and then the big big thing is uh, the company that I've just launched, Pin Culture. So yeah. that's kind of like what we are. Um, so explain what the app does. So basically, the app is all about finding the best experiences in London. Currently, we're focusing on London, but it's ranging from bars, clubs, restaurants, even virtual reality. Um, and it's basically for everyone to have an unbelievable time. Yeah. Basically, instead of instead of going to Google and searching in, you know, where's a great date spot or, you know, where's a great rooftop bar, mm. we've managed to put everything all on one source. So you can book an Uber off it, look at the menu off it. You can literally design your night. Yeah, and then there's even like a loyalty system. Or yeah, like no, that. and then we've just implemented this new loyalty system, mm. which you can start getting rewarded for partying. That's amazing. Which yeah, I, is I've sick. used it. I used it this past weekend, um, obviously for the party that I went to for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a great experience. So yeah. I'm gonna put the the description and um, the link in the yeah, description yeah, yeah. below. So check it out. Yeah. Download it on the App Store on the Google Play Store. Um, but that's really awesome. When did you guys start doing this? So Oll's my business partner. He's actually taken him two years to build it. Okay. And then I was actually in Cape Town with him when I first met him. Um, and I literally said to him, I said, mate, wouldn't it be sick if you had a platform that could, you could easily find the best venues instead of doing a shitload of research all the time? Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm building Pink Culture right now. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward six months, I'm living with him and we're basically like, we are best mates like i look at Oz, my brother yeah um and he's you know we like we basically just so we had to kind of like change our game plan because we initially were going to launch it in south africa but then we we were like well let's launch it in london like mm. and if we make the, you know we're going to make this work in london i mean it's, every it's, you know it's it just an easy copy and it's paste. literally just yeah. the domino effect like yeah. everyone's going to want to be a part of it um so yeah if you want to have find unbelievable venues mm. uh, and get rewarded for it download the app what have been what have been some of the toughest things because obviously I've, I've built an app before so i know how yeah, tough yeah. building a startup is and especially you guys were pretty much starting during the pandemic yeah has that been quite difficult in all honesty it's actually kind of been a blessing for us okay because the app looks so good yeah like it genuinely looks unbelievable mm. so ours has spent all the time you know fixing bugs making it look at you know making the interface look as sexy as it does yeah. um and yeah, now we're just kind of like getting it, getting it out to the world. Gotcha. Um, so it's you know it's actually been quite beneficial for us. Yeah. Um, and you know you know people wanting to go out, people wanting to actually go and actually experience new venues in London. Yeah. I mean, we are the perfect platform perfect. for it. Yeah. Well, what's the plan? Are you planning on rolling out anywhere else, South Africa? Yeah, yeah. Else? So we basically already kind of like branched out to South Africa. Uh, we're in Dubai, uh, and we're actually in chats of going to America. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, that's very, um, very cool. but we, you know, our our main goal is to kind of go worldwide with it, all like the major cities. So mm. you know, anyone wants to go to a city they've never been to, they mm. don't have to sit there for hours through Google looking at all these venues yeah. and wondering if it's going to be an unbelievable experience. Yeah, every place on Ping is, you know, we've literally tested it ourselves and done a shitload of research. Yeah, so you know, we like to call them Ping verified venues. Okay. So you know, they all have to have a unique thing about them. Um, to make them 
basically be on there. Yeah, that's one thing I was really surprised about London is that there's such cool experiences. Like, yeah. <clears throat> um, I heard of this place called Backyard Cinema. Yeah. I'm actually taking a girl. Did you find, did you find I, it on Ping? Ping. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually taking a girl there on, yeah. uh, on a date next week. Yeah. And then... Um, did what, you book on Ping as well? I think I booked it on Ping. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Um, what I was going to ask is, was this, is this your first business? Or have you sort of had other ventures before? I've, made, I've had other other things. Like I nearly, uh, you know, I've st- I've tried to like start like a protein company. I've mm. started. Uh, I've tried to do like online. Uh, what else have I done? I've done. Yeah, I've done other. I've done other stuff. But it's yeah, it's just it's just been it's been very difficult to kind of like get it started. And I've been in like weird places in my life where I haven't been able to put one hundred and ten percent in. And I feel like with Ping now, you know. Not only am I doing it with my best mate, but he's just a fucking workhorse. like absolute workhorse and whiz. And like, you're learning every day. That's amazing. And it's so much fun actually, like, do like actually doing the journey with your mate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's 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 fun, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's really really cool. Um, I wanted to just also um bring in a new segment. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a new segment. It's a segment I usually play with um with uh, guests. Yeah. So it's basically called believe the hype or overhyped. Believe the hype or overhype. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or you can say it's just average or it's just normal. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start. We'll start slow. Uh, Chelsea boots. Chelsea boots. Believe the hype. Believe the hype. Believe the hype. <laughs> Definitely. I'm wearing Chelsea boots right now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, okay. Cape Town. Believe the hype. Believe the hype. Yeah. What do you love so much about Cape Town? Oh, mate, it's just uh, the weather. Yeah. The people. The fit. Like just everyone's fit and healthy. The food there is amazing festivals are sick yeah um and there's some good ones girls there are unbelievable you're heading you're (laughs) heading over there now yeah dude they're they're all the festivals are back now i mean i I know all of them i mean i've already booked myself into pasha (laughs) (laughs) on year's day Day and then made mykonos the next day oh it's unreal um i literally i honestly i want to i want to i want to sell out here and move there oh do you, do you? yeah i love it there. no it's a great city and the weather's amazing man yeah it's, it's the culture I'm, I'm at my happiest when i'm there oh really yeah. so for me it's the opposite so i don't get that <laughs> everyone's miserable here i love london cape town you'll literally walk across the street you'll be like hey and everyone will be like how's it bro <laughs> here they're like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next one it would be being a model yeah overrated i uh, believe the hype or overhyped uh Overhyped. Overhyped. What, 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 what? It's hard, man. Mm. It's really hard. You've got to have thick skin. Okay. You have to have thick skin. What, do you walk into casting studios and just get rinsed? Yeah, I mean, it... sometimes you do. I mean, they're literally savage. Like, no, yeah. Like, there's not even like, but you like, you can't even like <laughs> explain yourself. It's genuinely done on your image. Yeah. That's like, it's not like when you're trying to pitch something, you can sell, you can sell the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm going to pitch ping to someone, you know, a venue, you know, I can sell the concept. Yeah. It's, you know, and you can actually see them thinking about it. And, you know, you can actually kind of like connect with that person. Yeah. And at least try and find some yeah. little ground to be able to get. You're literally it, like yeah. standing there like a, you know, just like a sheep. And you're just like, yeah. Turn. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then like in photo shoots, it's just like, yeah, cool. Next outfit. Yeah. It's just like a, you're basically a piece of me. No, exactly. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. And then um, the next one would be. How but it, it is fun. It is fun. It is actually, fun. Yeah, if you get like a good gig, it is fun. And then Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Golfer. Over the hype. Believe the hype. Oh, believe the hype. Believe the hype. Yeah. Who's your favorite golfer? Uh, who is my favorite golfer? Uh, God, I haven't been on that in a while. Um, I, okay, yeah, DJ. I do love I do love DJ. DJ is sick. Um, who else? 
God, I can't even think. Uh, Rory McIlroy really irritates me. Oh, really? He's so so much talent. Yeah. So much talent. I think he's like he. he you know, I I feel like he's at stage now where he's just like, I've got so much money. Yeah. I've got a kid at home. I don't really fancy traveling the world Overs, anymore. Yeah. Like I've been there, got the t-shirt. It's kind of like Conor McGregor sort of thing. Yeah, I don't really feel like going to Hawaii this week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that once. <laughs> been there once. Um, I always like asking people, especially people who are successful, be it in whatever field they're doing. Yeah. Sort of the attributes that sort of make them the person that they are. Um, what would you say is the biggest uh, thing about your about your personality? Yeah. That makes you successful. Uh. Being able to, being emotionally aware, and being able to connect with people. Um, I'd say my one big, stro- my, like my one, my one strength is definitely being able to work a room and socialize. Where did you, where did you learn that? I've was that kind of always, always grown up with it. I've always suffered. I've had, I have really bad learning difficulties. So okay. classroom work was always very, very difficult. I was always very sporty, but being able to connect with people and you know under understand them is something that I'd say. I'm I'm very good at, okay. um, and that's probably yeah my one my one skill. Okay. But you know, I, if I don't know something, and I'm actually I'd say the other thing is is I'm not afraid of being outside my comfort zone. Like if something is outside my comfort zone, I'll purposely do it. You realize opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like if I if I if I tell myself in the back of my head like there's a little devil like you oh, you don't want to do this. Mm. I'll tell myself what you're doing. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah I get that. Are you a creature of habit? Uh. No, no. As in, like routine, that sort of thing. Oh, routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, big, big routine. One of the biggest things in my life th- through the pandemic was routine. Okay. Like massively. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah. Routine. Routines helped me massively. How did you manage the pandemic? Uh, was it quite a tough time, or was it good? I actually found myself in the pandemic. I think. Okay. I really worked on myself in the pandemic, and I really kind of like I don't know something switched in my head, and I was like, right, I really want to start. You know making something of my life now mm. um i think it was very easy to feel lost at the beginning which i did i felt very lost at the beginning um yeah, especially when when the things that you usually do every day are taken away from yeah you. um it's it's tough man yeah but you i've know. managed to kind of like i don't know but like but like i found structure and i really just worked at it um so yeah i'd, I'd say yeah the pandemic was kind of for me a blessing in disguise yeah i noticed you you picked up G- djing yeah, <laughs> How did, how's that going? <laughs> I actually haven't managed DJ in a while, but I really, really want to do it. Like, yeah. really, really want to do it. I think with all these ping events that we're doing now, like, I'd love to be like kind of like the starting DJ. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Play man. some absolute filthy beats. And you've got the platform for it as yeah. well, so it'd be it'd be an easy transition sort of. Yeah, thing. no, I'm dead. I'm dead, dead king. Like, mate, I, you know. My old man used to say say to me, "You throw enough shit at the wall, something's gonna stick." <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, yeah. I literally I throw myself in. If I see an opportunity, yeah. I will throw myself at anything. You could easily get a gig out in South Africa. Yeah. If, like, now that I think about it, like if you got some gigs un- under your belt, yeah, you yeah. could easily like do a set and yeah, play at the grand. <laughs> 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 they love that shit, dude. They love yeah. that shit to be able to say, "Oh, you've got dig me on the dicks." <laughs> I would love that playing yeah. the grand, opening up for the grand. Yeah. What music do you play? Uh, just like house, yeah, okay. Yeah. Techno house or house, yeah. And is that that's sort of the music you listen to on like yeah, a day? I don't really like this commercial R and B stuff. Oh really? Nah, not a fan. Oh, you just not listen to yeah, actually all this, all this Drake hype. I genuinely don't get it. I'm gonna get so much. Hate. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't get his music. Yeah. Cell phone, like uh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> not like Ed Sheeran. No, no, I love Ed Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. Yeah, okay. I mean, do you know? I actually prefer like old, 
I feel like the lyrics have to mean something. Yeah. I don't get Drake's music. Like TC Slide, like that nah, stuff. Don't get that <laughs> silly, shit. Yeah. Genuinely don't get that. Yeah, I guess. But you. like House, like the reason why I like House is because, you know, like it, it, you can feel something. Yeah. Like you can instantly change your mindset. Yeah. Like it, you can go from feeling sad to feeling happy and just kind of like have it like no, just true. like really, really cool, like feeling really like chilled. Yeah. I've been using your um your Spotify playlist, Diggy's yeah. playlist. Um, I'll also put that in the description because that's yeah. actually so easy. I jump every day with that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have you a, heard the Pink Culture playlist? No, is there also one on Spotify? That's even better. Okay. We'll, we'll Absolute, put that also yeah, in the description. You must just send it to you after. Bangers in there. Uh, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, what are the plans for the rest of the year? Or what, what are your plans just in general at the moment? Um, plans in general yeah. are, well, I mean, currently we are looking for investment through, uh, through Ping. Um, so that's one of our main main priorities. At Big the challenge, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one of our main priorities at the moment. So that's you know, taking a lot of time up and genuinely just growing the company. How many how many employees or people are involved? Um, so there are four co-founders, um, and then we have actually just employed. Um, well, I say co-founders. Oz is a founder, and then I'm co-founder, and then so there's three other co-founders. Okay. Um, and then we have just employed six people. Yeah, we just nice. employed six people. That's a big team. Um, especially for a startup, I'd say that's like really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah. And, uh, um, and how long? This helps so much, man. Like, yeah. So, so much. Especially with venues, because there's so many as well in, yeah. in London. You have to sift through so much. And as well as also, it's very, very difficult to actually acquire them in the end. Yeah. Because have you found that there's a lot of barriers because the manager's always like, ah, oh, it's another thing on our platform. Yeah, like, our, our, like our turnover rate for basically like people getting signed up for the loyalty is normally around a week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah, I mean, you've got to go there, pitch, then, you know, they've got to speak to their guys and then, you know, they get back to us. Yeah. And we have to go back in, explain to them and then they're like, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's working. It's a slog, but I mean, I'm, you know, I know everyone on the team is loving it. Yeah. Um, or good seeing things it grow, you, you know, like we've, we've, we've really actually managed to grow organically yeah without chucking a load of money at it mm. um it's just been made it's been so much fun and like i said learning so much every day yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so um the world of being an influencer has always been something very interesting um to me because obviously i think it's something i'm trying to get into uh, it's the first sort of time where i'm going to be really focusing a lot of my energy on social media and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah if you were someone who was up and coming as an influencer, how do you, f how have you managed to get your audience? Well, that's one. And two, how have you managed to sort of keep your audience? Because I think I see your, your audience is you're quite, it's quite engaged in your stuff and you are a very engaged like influencer yeah, yeah, yeah. on your page. What are the sort of big tips you'd give to someone who's... Well, who's I was, I've route? obviously been in a very like fortunate position. Like, I've got majority of my following thanks to Made in Chelsea. Yeah. Um, but saying that through lockdown, I did grow 40K through lockdown. Um, so for me, I just wanted to put good content out. And I remember I was going through a phase of kind of just putting a picture up for put it, for the sake of putting a picture up to try and keep my followers happy. And I mean, mm. that's just like, and I was looking at my feed. I was just like, it just looks like you don't care, Diggs. Yeah. So then I was like in lockdown, I was like, right, okay, actually that's, even though I'm in a fortunate enough place to be in Somerset with loads of surroundings around me, let's actually try and create content that's actually really cool. Um, so you know i kind of wanted to change my platform into kind of like a more fashion lifestyle brand so you've got that's th that's the biggest thing is like what do you want to do with your page yeah like so i you know i i was like fashion lifestyle and kind of like what does digby do day to day um and then just throwing out you know 
I think I went viral on three videos through lockdown. One was the Sean Paul video. With your sister? Yeah. That was really... I got something like 5 million views. And I gained like 20k <laughs> followers off the back of that. Oh, that's crazy. And then I did one, the model face one. I don't yeah, know, have you seen I, that I was, one? I see that one. That took me literally 30 seconds to make and it got 6 million views or something. Really and cool. I grew another 20k off the back of that. That platform is insane, actually. Um, so like reels and like just, I'd say, you know, just like grabbing someone's attention. Yeah. Um, and trust me, videos are going to flop. It's trial and error all the time. And, it, you, like, you know, it's just like life. You can't be worried about what people think yeah. or, or failing. You're and just going to learn from it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and brands, how does your brand sort of connections work? Do you reach out a lot? Or is it so I did at the start. <clears throat> I did at the start. And, you know, I built some really good connections with some brands. And then as lockdown kind of like opened up, I, uh, I, I you know, I really wanted to build a team. I really wanted to build a team that really manages my social media platform. Okay. So I'm very lucky that I have a really, really good agent um, okay. who kind of like deals with that. Again, it's really nice because then I don't, it allows me to kind of like focus on just focus on creating content and focusing on everything else that I've got going on. Mm. Um, so yeah, built like building a team and you know, my agent there is kind of like connected with my model agencies around the world and kind of like deals with all of that. What makes a good agent? Like, what's what's good, so good about having an agent? Um, I'd say just being like being hungry and like you know I I talk to my agent like once or twice a day. Okay. And I'm actually like mates with him, um, and you know he's he's actually he's a really young guy. He started the whole business himself. He's super hungry, and you know he's basically it's, it's surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals. Yeah. And that's what I love about Jake. Yeah. He's he's um. He's hungry, man. He's really, really hungry. And that's what, that's, you know, I've always said to him, like, it's probably one of the best decisions I've done is yeah. actually, you know, me and him becoming a team. Yeah, it's the power of association. Like, it's yeah. show me your friends and I'll show your future. Definitely. Something. And that was one of the biggest things that kind of, like, changed my life is, like, yeah. surrounding myself with like-minded individuals. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So you think you're heading back to Cape Town anytime soon or not? No, um, you really do love it, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, so I'll tell I'll you, give it two years, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you why um, I like uh, London so much. Is that there's like opportunity here. So Very true. Not that I there's that. not in Cape Town, but it's just that. So I think the input doesn't necessarily meet the output as much in Cape Town or in South Africa. Whereas I think putting in that same level of input in a place like London or any of the other big cities in the world. It's slow out in Cape Town. Right? Yeah. That's the one thing. When it's, I, it's so nice, When man. I first moved there, I was like, yo, it's fucking Friday. Let's just go to the beach at three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you literally can't, you can't get anything done after that. Yeah, on oh, Tuesday, the weather's lekker. It's <laughs> going hard, yeah. <laughs> a few beers? Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Have you done any other traveling around? So what? South, South Africa. Africa. Mate, so I used to do a lot of my golf over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've been, I've done the garden route. I've been in Bloemfontein. Shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Joburg. Yeah. Joburg. I've done uh, Durban. I've done Neisner. I've done, yeah, I mean, I've Stellenbosch, stayed in Stellenbosch. Mm. Um, yeah, so I know Cape, I know South Africa well. Mate. Okay. Cape Town. I, li I lived at the waterfront for the first three months. And then I lived with Olds at Sea Point for the next three months. Yeah, it's, that, those are all both very nice. Sea Point is better than Waterfront, just because yeah. you know it's like Fulham or Clapham. You know, you, you just walk down the street and you just got these coffee shops. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly true. Where else have you travelled? Let's talk to you talk about your travelling. Travelling, been to America, um, been all around Europe. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done I've done a lot, but I've done like majority of Europe. Obviously, done. I've been to like Kenya. Um, Obviously, South Africa, America. I've been to um, 
and I really I do want to like do more like I want to go to like branch out to like Asia and everything. Yeah. South America. Yeah, South America. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to do South America. Like yeah. Machu Picchu is like um is on my on my bucket list. It's been yeah. on my bucket list for years. Uh, where where's your favorite place? It's Cape Town. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. It's the motherland. It's the mothership. <laughs> it's the Mecca. Yeah. And then second or second to that? Um, second to that, I would have to say. I mean, it's completely different, but New York. Okay. New York yeah. is nuts. My brother also says it's ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Nor- Norway. Norway's amazing. Oh, what? Did you see the Northern Lights? No, I went there. I went there on a fishing trip with my old man. <laughs> okay. It was actually the most beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So clean. You will not see one bit of like garbage on the floor. That's right. So it's just green. It's just fresh air is so like clean it's amazing yeah the girls also hot <laughs> oh, uh, yeah unfortunately i was in a fucking wooden cabin but yeah <laughs> no women <laughs> i see you also got you also land portugal quite a bit yeah my yeah. parents my parents kind of like have a house there so uh, kind of, where, yeah. where in portugal do you yeah, go oh nice yeah. nice that is, yeah it's a very very nice part of, of portugal yeah. and my parents are planning on moving out there um to somewhere in portugal so i'm gonna try and I'll push them to go to like portugal do you play golf um, I am I do yeah. I do, but to say I play is very strong. Yeah. Like I, I play with my mates and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not I'm not good. It depends where you want to go. Like Algarve's great for like holiday. Okay, and the weather's great as well. Man. Yeah, it's so the, good. The best golf courses you played? Best golf courses I played. Um, Portugal's up there. I would say, oh, mate. I literally I've gone mind blank. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many up there. Yeah, but South Africa. Obviously, I played majority of my golf in South Africa. Yeah, I'd definitely say some of them are up there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Diggs, I'll be honest. Say thank you so much for for your time. Absolute pleasure, bro. Um, yeah, dude. Like I, I've been wanting to do this for a very, very long time. Yeah. yeah. And I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, I did, man. It's always it's always nice to have a bit of a chin wag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's quite it's quite a nice sort of uh, medium to get out. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, it is. It's like um, just you just talk about yourself for <laughs> a little bit. Narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mate, uh, good luck with uh, with Ping Thank and everything you. going on. I'm gonna add your social medias Legends. and everything in the uh, bio below. Um, and yeah, good luck in back in South Africa. Hope you have a good send. I mean, it's um, literally just going to be sending it. Yeah, it's going to be like, it's like 35 degrees as well, and I'm going to be sitting be in this great. ice cold London. Yeah, well, you, it was your fault when you made that decision. <laughs> <laughs> all, my mates are, all my mates are tuning in. They're like, why would you leave now? Yeah, why would you leave now? Yeah, nice. You should have given it one more year. Ah, uh, now. Nah, and I'm, turning I'm, on the news I'm 20, today. I'm 25 now. Oh, yeah. It's just like, ah. Uh, turning know? on the news today, they're like, oh, yeah, COVID cases are going up. Oh, in South Africa, so imagine yeah. if they know here. Oh, yeah, shit. But deaths are low, so okay. we should be fine. Yeah, hopefully they didn't put us in restrictions. That would suck. Yeah, <laughs> I end up going back home, sending it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, dude, thank you so much for your time. Um, and yeah, I look forward to seeing you again. 100%, Brody. Cool. Thank you for having me.